0: This episode of the PC Perspective Podcast is brought to you by Casper. Casper is a sleep brand that continues to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. Get $50 off select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash PCPer and using promo code PCPer at checkout. Hey everybody, welcome to the PC Perspective Podcast. This is episode 507 being recorded on July 18th. 2018 i'm ryan shrub i'm jeremy Hellstrom. i'm a joshua walrus i'm um, alan malmintano alan are you trying to be tall again today no i
1: just sat in the chair <sighs>
2: perfect chair was like this the
3: whole They're time you're supposed to reach over and press his there's, like there's more, <laughs> the that, there's
1: more people
0: what? sorry there's more people why are you there's wearing a, a destiny shirt are there's you a new a to can... this podcast alan? there's a we we don't <laughs> we don't usually do that uh, why The question is, why am I wearing a Destiny shirt? It was the next shirt in the closet
3: <laughs> that was clean. You've paid, played a whole 10 minutes of Destiny 2?
0: Yeah, I saw the HDR and it looked amazing. Is this shirt in HDR? Probably. Yeah, probably. Mm. Yeah. It feels very dynamic to me. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, this is the podcast that's associated with the website called PC Perspective, hence the name, the PC Perspective Podcast. Uh, we always say this at the end, but I never remind you at the beginning, if you're a first-time listener, uh, you you got 506 back episodes to catch up to the to the storyline, and you can find all that starting at pcper.com slash podcast, all the subscription places. Uh, YouTube and RSS and whatnot. Uh, we do record it on Wednesday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern or so, 7 p.m. Pacific at pcper.com slash live. You can go hang out in the chat room, uh, see the pre-show, the post-show. We can talk about, you get to see all the cool stuff about how much we hate using Skype for professional purposes. Uh, you can see, um, I don't know, what we didn't do anything else pretty particularly interesting in the, in the pre-show. Um But hey, you never know what's going to happen after the podcast. That's when it gets crazy in here. If you need a little reminder of that, so you can come join us on the live stream, go to pcper.com slash subscribe. You get this page here, which asks for your name, your email address, and then we will send you a notification when we're doing a live event, such as the one uh, that we're recording right now. Of course, we still have our Patreon campaign running as well. That is at patreon.com slash pcper. This is your place if you want to be a contributor to PC in and kind of a recurring monthly monetary fashion. If you think um, the podcast we do is worth a damn, the mailbags we do are worth a damn. The other content that we, that we post and write about is worthwhile. This is, this is your place to uh, support that. I guess you can see a little bit of history of PC perspective over the years. You can see some of the, some of the technical stuff that we have created and, and, and push forward in the industry. You can see Josh, in a, in a bathrobe. Um, all that can be found at patreon.com slash pcper. And we greatly appreciate all of our patrons. And as always is the case, or almost always is the case, if you become a new patron and or increase your patronage uh, during the show, I will see that email and I will thank you. And uh, you will be part of uh, PC Per Lore forever and ever and ever. Speaking of mailbags, we did do another one this week. Number 52, Baby Got Backplate is the... Uh, <laughs> Name of this one, Jim, very creative with the naming schemes for uh, for the mailbags. Good stuff there. Um, this is, we answer the questions that you guys send in. It could be in the comments of this YouTube video, in the comments on pcper.com. If you have a question for us that you want us to answer in the mailbag, go to those videos and leave us a comment. We need your questions and uh, greatly super duper appreciated. So you can find those on pcper.com uh, every Friday or Go to pcper.com dot com slash youtube. Up to you. Uh, and of course, let's not forget our merchandise at joshtech. dot com. J O S H T E K K. dot com. This is where you can buy uh, Deathwish Raid T shirt, Super Pipe T shirt, the PC Perspective logo T shirt that Ken is um, uh, uh, modeling for us today. Looks like this, but it looks like that. What? There you go. No. no, no, no. What? It's okay, Ken. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> uh plus we also have the world famous josh tech mug and josh tech print um as you can see here if you want some josh tech on your wall if you want some josh tech on your chest you can just buy the t-shirt variant here and i can think of really nothing better in my life than having um josh tech on your chest josh tech on my chest i don't know i can think of a few things
1: yeah i mean Boy, i, I could
0: i mean i could too but i was just trying to be nice all right. There you go. There you go. Got it. There it is. There it is. Uh, we bring back that rundown. We lost it. I don't know what I'm supposed to talk about next. Oh, bad. there it is. Let's talk. We got a couple of quick reviews to get through. First up, Sebastian posted uh, his look at the FSP CMT, which is not country music television. Uh, the CMT series, CMT 520 RGB tempered glass case review. FSP relatively new to the case market. They've done power supplies forever. They've been in OEM um, uh, for power supplies forever as well. Yep. And now they're getting into some other markets. They, you know, they they have their own brand of consumer power supplies. Now they have uh, cases in here as well. RGBs. Uh, of course, it is called the CMT five hundred and twenty RGB tempered glass case. Mm. Uh, it is a mid tower design. Supports all the way up to EATX motherboards, apparently, uh, it's a fairly reasonable price here at what is it, one hundred and five dollars or so? Uh, yeah, so that's 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 your stock image. Here's here we get into the Sebastian photography work that I think is probably the most important part of of any of this. Um, he left us a couple of points: impressive build quality and a, and a nice appearance. Obviously, you have to like the style, but I think. I have come to enjoy, if you have anything that has lights, if you have anything that you want to show off, the tempered, cla- the, the tempered glass, glass windows, mm-hmm. like sides, are the best way to do that because it's not a window, it's not limiting you in any way. And it's not acrylic that's going to scratch up. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. That's true. Um, so you can see it comes with uh, the RGBs, if you will. It does have a bottom mount, power supply, fan, filter. Um, also good. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's got its RGB header cables and uh the control panel included, covered and protected there. Um the temperatures apparently, according to Sebastian again, suffer a bit from limited front intake around the glass. That is a problem with glass. Mm-hmm. It is uh not conducive to airflow through mm-hmm. it, just in general, I think, as a as a thing about glass. It doesn't even have to be you know, it can be frosted glass. Still not gonna let that air through. Uh looks like plenty of space inside the case though. Um, and, uh, uh, the noise levels are about, uh, average kind of in keeping with the temperatures that you see in it. There's, there's, there's a lot of, uh, openings and, and stuff throughout this case, just in that front air intake, even though it's got those three fans there because of the glass, your kind of air is coming in from the sides only, I guess the sides and the bottom, uh, on these designs. And so that is obviously going to be kind of a a constriction on the, on the airflow. Um, You can see it's got a rear mount for the two and a half inch SATA or I guess two and a half inch drives, Um, removable power supply mounting bracket. Um, Pretty, pretty decent build across the board. There it is with all the goodies in it. We should one day we'll update Sebastian's GPU. Although, (laughs) That's a great test. Yeah, it looks, it's old, so it looks, you know, outdated. But in terms of, like, getting as much heat into a case as possible to test thermals. That's the one. uh, That's excellent. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely going to do it. So you can see some of the temperature ratings here. It's not bad. There's not a huge gap between all of these, but there is some difference there. Um, You can see with the FSP, uh, the cases there, CMT 520, and then same on noise levels. It's a little bit on the high side. Um, But there you go. So, to, and that is a Sebastian photo, not looks, a looks stock pretty sharp. photo. Not a stock
1: photo. A nice looking case. Yeah. That's, that's what the
0: side's on,
1: I think, because it's the tempered I glass. See, right? I see red. You
4: well, do? Well, yeah. I, yes. I can't tell if he's got a side
1: on. He's got the screws on, but that damn clear could glass. could be tricking us. All right. But like, know. if that's what it looks like with the case you know, closed, then that's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it got a silver award from us, a pretty good kind of starting uh, launching point for them, at least for us, in turn, uh, in case reviews. So check that out. So it has... five bucks
4: On the fans on this, the stock fans that came with it, it has a very high blade count on those fans, and it didn't decrease the noise. I think it was on the first well, page I you didn't see them.
0: Decrease the noise relative to what? The problem is we don't know what exact. Well, I don't know exactly what they were spinning at, and I don't know... Like, the noise is also... Contributed by how fast they had to spin in order to get the airflow that they were supposed mm-hmm. to get through those sides. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, how the, many blades are on there? That yeah, that's thing. a lot
1: of, that's actually um, where are they at. Yeah. They're there's the one, one on the back, back there.
0: Oh, I see it. Okay. Yep. I mean, it's probably like a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> if it's I were guessing, let me, find, let me find a better picture here. I'm not going to count them, but you can at least uh, see. There you go. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot of blades. Decent number. That's a wall. of blades. That's a lot of blades. Uh, so that's the, uh, the CMT520 RGB typical glass case from FS- FSP. Check out that uh, review. It's on the website right now. Let's talk next about something on the completely other end of the spectrum. This is uh, a review Ken published just yesterday of the Falcon Northwest Tiki. This is uh, Falcon Northwest as a system builder. So uh, while that other case was, was big and can hold a lot of different components, this case is small. And is very, very custom built. So there's a couple of things worth saying right away. Even we've actually, I'm surprised, and Ken noted this in the review, we had never actually reviewed a Falcon Northwest PC hmm. uh, on the website before. They've been around forever. They've been one of kind of the premier upper tier system builders for a while. Uh, the Tiki came out in what year, Ken? Was it 2012? I think. Yeah, so it was kind of, it wasn't made, I don't think it was first, but it was one of the first small form factor Si built machines mm-hmm. um, that kind of combined looks, aesthetics with high performance. This particular model we're looking at, as we as I show you this table of specs, is uh, quite expensive.
1: Yeah, they pretty Ooh. much fully like fully loaded. Sixty two
0: hundred dollars is this. Uh, this is kind of this is an interesting part or interesting collection of parts because it's got the eighty eighty six in it, the mm-hmm. the five gigahertz limited edition part. Z three seventy mini ITX motherboard, uh, an Asus one hundred twenty millimeter water cooler for the for the for the uh, CPU, sixteen gigs of RAM, but then you get into some other uh, (laughs) more expensive componentry like the Titan XP twelve gigabyte you know memory Titan XP. This is what a fifteen hundred dollar GPU can. Still not the most expensive part. Twelve hundred dollar GPU. That's right. Yeah, Um, it has uh, an Intel Optane. Drive a U.2 drive a 1.5 terabyte Optane drive, which is Wait. actually not released yet. Yeah,
1: um, that is also well, like half your cost right uh, there. No, it's, it's, like, it's close. like that's a third of the cost twenty two hundred bucks. It's, it's like a twenty two, oh, $2 hundred dollar part, right? Yeah,
0: and uh, you know, you take out the if you if you say you take out the Optane,
1: and <laughs> put a reasonably priced the a
0: you know, you're <laughs> looking at thirty four hundred dollars of your total cost. Yeah. You know? And they put these in here to, to show off, show that they could put the best, highest-performing components into a system like this. And that's really impressive, although I would imagine for the vast majority of people that would even consider buying an expensive pre-built system like this, you know, a 1080 Ti instead of a Titan XP is going to save you some money. Yeah. I mean, a 2-terabyte um, 760p is going to save you like $1,500 or something, whatever that's going to be, yeah. right? Like, yeah. You can save a lot of money by, by going – It's too grand, I think. Yeah, and you actually priced it out with like a 1080 and a, like yeah, 1080K or a
3: 2700X and yeah. a 1080, 16 gigs of RAM and like a 512 gig, 760p, maybe a one terabyte, and it was like thirty one hundred dollars.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah,
3: still a pricey PC. You're paying yes, a premium but it's, here, but it's
1: half of but, yeah, <laughs> it's half of the, a lot lot. the
0: configuration More they sent was the show off uh, configuration. Right. It's also worth noting. So it's this blue color. Um, which is hard to really show in photos yeah. is it looks really good it was in her. custom Why made is it hdr yeah is that uh, way you can't see it. all of our pictures in hdr you just don't have the monitor to see them
4: mm-hmm.
0: this is like it's it's not just painted it's Car painted. It's essentially yeah. an automotive it's painting automotive process. Paint. Yeah, um, and they do customization on all this, right? Ken, they can do special designs and
3: yeah, pretty much. You like select the option to do either like a solid color or a texture or multicolored thing, and then you kind of work with them to figure out exactly what you want, like exactly what color you want. They have a gallery on their website of different designs. There's some really cool
1: ones. Yeah, they've done some really cool custom stuff. You pay so that, it for it. But, that just yeah. yeah, like what do you if you just want a color. Like is, is that part uh, of the to, price, or to, are you paying for that? This the, the, one, I think the was chassis was like and the
3: base are separate, and I think to get both painted in a solid color, is like four hundred and twenty-five bucks or something like that. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's another pricey
3: yeah. thing. There's but, a lifetime warranty on the paint, okay. which is nice to have at least. Josh is excited because
0: mm-hmm. there's a slot load optical drive on the top of it. Look yeah. at the size of that <laughs> optical drive. <laughs>
2: oh, now it's worth
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the 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 window here is optional as well. Like uh, they sell some that just have a grate here for air intake. So obviously you have to use blower star blower style GPU coolers on these types of systems. Right. You can. It's a little bit harder to tell. You can see the there's like an Nvidia cutout in the acrylic. Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. There. Yeah, and then the RGB strip can be color controlled by the ASUS Aura Sync software i believe ken you you and alan took it apart a little bit anything to say about kind of how it's constructed internally i think it's pretty well thought
3: out obviously since this is a custom chassis they had the ability to design like you can see where the ssd is mounted there it's also like the optical drive is mounted there and if you had a hard drive mounted there it's all kind of on this removable plate that you can pop out that also has your sort of name badge and serial number on there which is kind of cool all the cables are routed re- really well, like stuff is at the appropriate lengths because they're doing all the stuff custom. It it's not like they jam the side panel on like would be if we were building a small form factor build. <laughs> it's actually well thought out, which yeah. is
1: nice for a <laughs> stuff, premium product. Stuff fits properly.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, if you case. look Where's at the power l- supply, uh it's on the it's kind of in the bottom uh, m- more on the other side and that, then you have that, that extension cable. cable. Yeah. yeah, this yeah,
0: cable okay. right here. It's behind
3: the drives, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then like if you look at the AIO tubing, look how it's kind of like wrapped around the pump, like it's kind of form fitted because yeah. that radiator is mounted to the side panel, so you have to unscrew the radiator to get it to get the out, out the side panel off. So they don't have a lot of play to work with there,
0: right? Right? It's it's a pretty small, press, pretty small chassis. You can see the U.2 mounted drive over here. There's room for a 3.5-inch hard drive as well. I think you can put two in one of these chassis, oh, two 3.5-inch really? and and
3: uh, okay. drives
0: as a configuration. Oh, yeah, maybe this bottom part here. You could also mount another one too. Um, this, is, this is an interesting picture. This shows kind of like a checklist of things that they...
3: It's the QA process. It's the quality assurance process. So you can actually, like, if you go through and read, you can see all the steps they go through for, like, making sure stuff is plugged in in the right locations, and, like, the power button works, and, like, all of this different stuff. And they're they're doing benchmarks. It looks
1: like they're doing a second checker. Yeah. They verify the EFI options,
3: like that AHEI is set, or RAID mode, if you have, like, a RAID configuration. Yeah. Which you can... I'm not sure you can do, but they'll probably do it if you ask. Yeah. Sort of thing. It's... I would it's say nice to see this, the evidence of
0: this. The binder that it comes with has a lot of that kind of documentation and in, in it, a lot of you know all of your invoicing and, and and kind of uh information source full it uh full of it. And it's, it, and it it's better than a sticker that says Pass QA inspector thirteen. That's yes, that's yeah. very true. Yeah. You can hunt this guy down if uh if you want to. Um in terms of performance. We didn't do just we didn't do a normal round of benchmarking on it because we, we've seen these components. We know what these components do. But um overclocking on these systems is an option. And I think you said it was like free.
3: It seemed to be free when I was configuring it Yeah. Uh, the other day on the S- Intel system. So this
0: one came set at what, five point three. Yeah, five point three single core. Single core. So yeah. these are percent gains over stock. And they did they do cool things like they they're they're smart. They're like enthusiasts. They set it in as a profile in the BIOS so that you can revert back to stock if you want to and revert yeah. back to it's overclock written, if you want to.
1: The numbers are even written on that build sheet. Are they? Yeah. Yeah.
0: They, they give
3: you all of the information you could want about the real yeah. trust of the machine. Yeah. It's not yeah. like a black box or a situation. They're very open and transparent about what they're doing. And so
0: These are percent gains in uh, the CPU performance. A little preview of the storage stuff, though we won't spend any time on that. I know Alan's working on he ripped it out of that case and had to test it on his own. Hey, it's of fast. Course. Yeah, go figure. <laughs> it's fast, yeah. Uh gaming wise, the Titan XP is a very, very fast graphics card. Second only probably not probably to the Titan V, <laughs> um which is more than twice its cost. A little bit of idea. You're gonna be able to play a four K gaming on this if you choose to, thirty four forty by fourteen forty, not a problem. Um The conclusion of this is really centered around the pricing and that discussion. Uh, if you look through comments, anytime you go to a a website like ours that reviews a lot of components, you're going to get a lot of comments about, Oh my god, I priced out these components and you're spending, you know, X number uh dollars more than you need to, and how could you give an award to a machine that's so
1: overpriced or whatever? Um, because we're basing it on, like, the build of the machine. Like, if you bought this yeah. with different stuff in it, you're still getting the paint job. You're still getting whatever, mm-hmm. potentially, like, yeah. you know, I mean. Look. Well, if I mean, if you parted out a Ferrari over the internet, I'm sure you'd save
2: a couple of bucks versus buying one brand new.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that's. Okay. It's, <laughs> I mean, so now I understand what you're saying. Like, the PC, the DIY community is a very different place right because yes. you wouldn't you wouldn't go to ford and say i added up the price of all the components in here and you're upcharging me by 30% right oh, nobody shit. that's nobody how really business that. works yeah <laughs> so and but you know i understand that these types of pcs are not for the vast majority of people not that they're not for all people but they're not for the for a the most of the people that are listening and watching to these shows. This is for uh, somebody that no longer wants the time or the frustration of building their own system. They want somebody they can call, um, but they also want it to be high quality, high end um, customizable. Yeah. Like you can work with them on it. If you want that custom paint job or you don't, you can do that type of stuff. Um,
4: There's definitely something to be said about insert coin, get kit. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Yeah. 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 And I think it's a fair argument to have that there are a lot of system integrators that can do that could build you uh, uh the same level of performance, right? Absolutely. But would they do it in the same type of chassis would they do it with the same level of support with the same, you know, kind of care and quality? It's it's like it's like asking people why they drive Mercedes instead of Hondas. You know, there's yes, every both of those things are going to get you from point A to point B and um it's just about the fit and finishes around, around the edges. Look, it's, it's, it's hard for me to sit here and tell you a definitive answer of, like, why is this worth – take away the super expensive components. Why is this machine worth $3,000? It's,
1: which it's, is still kind of pricey.
0: It is. It is. Yeah. It's just a different, like, a gauge of worth. Mm-hmm. Right? If you're looking at performance per dollar and that's your metric you care about, which I know a ton of our readers and listeners are. For mm-hmm. good reason. For good reason, right? Yeah. Even if, if even if that's your focus, and you're like, eh, I, but I don't want to build it myself, you're not going to Falcon Northwest. You're probably mm-hmm. going to cyber, cyber power, power or right. something, right? Right. Who you're? Maybe you, you, they're cutting costs on other areas. The support maybe is not they're the same. They're
3: using off the shelf chassis, yeah, which is fine. Yeah, like that's perfectly. Valid but that's thing like to do. you're
0: closer to getting performance per dollar out of that type of stuff. This is. You know, a, a, just a different just a different class of things. So, yes, it did get an award. Not for the $6,200 configuration of it, which we would recommend to literally zero people, probably. Um, I'm uh, just even disappointed didn't get, get the k, K2SO sure. one. Didn't get the
2: what? The K2SO one.
0: Yeah, that was custom made for Alan. Uh, Come again? Tudic. Tudic. The guy huh. who played K2SO. k and that was actually a custom paint job for him, and apparently the story was he had to get explicit permission from Disney to have Falcon Northwest be oh. able to paint that character on it. Because <laughs> it's to a selection. choice
2: on their website now on the gallery.
0: It's a gallery, but I don't think you can select it.
2: Oh, that kind you of can gallery.
0: Like, I think it's giving you ideas of what they can do. They have you know yeah. uh, artists that can do basically anything if you send it to them, but – that can range from anywhere from a few hundred dollars to a couple of thousand dollars, depending on how much time that person is. I want a Josh in. Tech one. Oh, Actually, gosh. a Josh Tech, a Josh Walrus uh, uh, panel would be pretty I mean, good. That's,
1: that's the big part of what <laughs> this whole thing is, is that you, you're, you want some very radical, potentially radical customization done in really high quality Yeah, you know, to a PC. Right, not necessarily the parts inside. The parts inside are going to be like you pick these things off the list, sure, sure. Right, you're not getting any higher grade SSDs or GPUs mm-hmm. from them, like than what you could buy. Mm-hmm. Right, it's going to be the thing that you know as it comes. Right, that's what's in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's you know, I mean the paint job on that case is definitely it's clearly an automotive grade paint job yeah. done properly. Just how it much looks, do you
0: value that kind of stuff? Yeah. Do, do they
1: have options for clear coat? I would imagine. I Mean it That's is clear coated. Yeah. I think, it is I think that is clear coated, like the one that we have it's, here.
4: It's a joke. It's you know when you go into an auto dealership, they try to sell you extra on the clear coat. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah,
1: it's it's
0: it's a really nice case. It's a really nice system. Um,
1: it's just built well. Yeah, I mean, you know.
0: Yeah. Plus, you can put a Titan XP in it. Right, you can put an overclock 8086K. They don't do any like crazy... They don't have any X299 configurations. They do. Oh, they do? Yeah. You can get... If you want to pay, you can get X299 in it. Mm, You can get a Ryzen Mm. in it. You can get a... Yeah, I know they added a Ryzen 2000 series configuration for it too. Hmm. Well, check out that review on the site if you want uh, and, and see if that's something you might be interested in. Again, I think the color... Looks way better than we can show in these photos. Like when you took it out of the box, it was kind of like a wow. We need a dispatch in it, here. It for reminds that. me a little bit of kind of how, well, how this is showing up on that TV, but not really how it's showing back to me here. The Col- blue really pops in person. Color's really yeah. hard. As it it, it has a depth here. to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. neat. It's neat. All right. Before we get into our news stories, we do have a, uh, an advertiser for you this week. That's right. This episode of PC Perspective is brought to you once again by our good friends at Casper. Casper is a sleep brand continuing to revolutionize its line of products to create an exceptionally comfortable sleep experience one night at a time. Uh, Casper's mattresses are designed by humans for humans. Uh, the original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for quality sleep service with just the right sink and just the right bounce. Its breathable design helps you sleep cool and regula- regu- regulate regulate. Your body temperature th- throughout the night. There, not just the mattress company. Casper also offers a wider array of products to ensure an overall better sleep experience. I believe, like pillows and whatnot, which uh, I'm totally down with. Casper's mattresses are all made in the USA. Buying online is easy. You can just order online. It's delivered to your door in like a compact box that you. I recommend have a second person help you take upstairs. I was not smart, um, and I rolled it up the stairs. Essentially, you know, like you push it up to the end step, over end, or something? end over end. You know, it goes up two mm. steps at a time. Uh, you feel you feel strong and muscly at that point. I right? see. Um, free shipping and free returns into the U.S. and Canada for a risk-free 100-day trial. You can consider. Uh, Considering we spend one-third of our lives on a mattress, it's important you truly sleep on a mattress before committing. That's why Casper gives you those 100 nights to try it out. Um, You can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash pcper and using the promo code pcper at checkout. I have one of these. We have one of these in our guest room as well. Uh, Nothing but positive things from my wife and I or the guests that have slept On these mattresses, Uh, I I cannot encourage it enough. And again, you get a 100-day free trial if you are in need of a new mattress or you just hate the way you sleep. It's worth checking out. Terms and conditions do apply. That's $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash PCPer and using promo code PCPer at checkout. Thank you very much to Casper for their support of this wonderful podcast about technology that we do.
4: Do they offer a Scotch guard for a little extra?
0: No, it'd be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. Good upsell. A Good upsell. If you will. It is. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, the first news story, I don't actually have a, a thing to point to. And, um, and now that's a bad deal, uh, because I don't have the specs in front of me. There was a, uh, leak from Dell apparently on a Dell Chile, I think Chile, Website about an upcoming XPS 13 2 and 1 that's using Amber Lake CPUs. Uh, this was on Tom's hardware. Um, it basically confirms. So, Amber Lake is the Y series refresh that's coming. What's the other? What's the U series? Whiskey Lake. Whiskey Lake, the best one. No, I don't want your damn notifications. How oh. about that auto playing video? You want that? Oh, man. I can't wait till Future and Percho and everything. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, The full list of processors that they had on here, they had 7th-gen parts listed, but then more importantly, I guess, are these new 8th-gen, Core i5-8200Y and Core i7-8500Y. So they've changed the branding, and Ken and I both agree for the better. Um, The 7Y57, 7Y75, (laughs) 7Y54. Not not only did they
3: put the letter in the middle, which they never do for anything else, they... Like, it, like they always pick similar numbers, like three sevens and a five, yeah. like 75,
0: 57.
1: Yeah. Like, it's what the yeah. heck.
3: Yeah. It was, like, purposely confusing.
0: Yeah. This makes a lot more sense. 8500Y, 8200Y, given an idea of class classification and, and then the power from that uh, suffix letter. What's interesting here to me, now, keeping in mind that these are peak turbo scores, they are, we don't know how often they're going to hit them, right? That's a question mark. But you look at the highest-end 7th gen, you're looking at a peak of 3.6. That goes up to 4.2 on the 8th gen. So even though I don't expect any significant architectural changes here, there is a potential to have a 600 megahertz frequency jump going from the 7th gen to the 8th gen of these Y-series parts. Remembering that the Y-series parts are the, like, 4.5 to Mm 7-watt parts – um, and the
3: XPS 13 2 and 1 in particular, the first gen, the only gen, did yeah. a really good job at like thermal management and like being pretty aggressive on yeah. keeping that as high as it could for as long as it could. Oh, it did. Okay. Yeah.
0: But it still felt a little slow. Yeah. Right? Because of it because of that Y series part. No there's no guarantee that even though these are for higher clock speeds, a lot of that will go away. Um, but it's an interesting move. It's also interesting in that the Y-series parts are where the competition from Qualcomm is targeted at, yeah. uh, where AMD really still has no alternatives as well, so uh, we'll see what that is, but that's kind of, oh, hey guys, hot deals, under $500, oh, Jiminy Christmas, um, so yeah, we don't know if those are true, assuming they're true, could be some interesting clock speed bumps coming to those low power parts. Power supply? I don't know what that video is, I'm I'm... You know, they embed you care a about PC a power, power supply in every... Look, I don't want to talk about it. Okay.
1: <sighs> Let's move on.
0: Jeremy, the PC industry is dead.
1: Long That's love, what they the, keep telling us. Long love the PC industry. Thank
2: God.
0: And these cows well, say differently.
2: Well, mind you, I mean, for the first time since 2012, they're actually right. No. Is so, are you doing
0: dishes? You. Is somebody doing dishes?
2: Not me. No, I have very loud children. Are they doing dishes? No. no, they're, they're children.
4: They're eating? Yeah, they're children. Yeah, They're they're like... <laughs> only like 16, <laughs> 20 feet away. And then he's banging his pots and pans because... You know, he he likes his pots and pans. That's how he does That's the fine. dishes.
0: That's fine. Who doesn't? Yeah. Back to Gateway.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's about oh, 2012, anything.
2: right? Anything but Gateway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, for this quarter compared to... Or second quarter 2018... Okay. Compared to this quarter last year, we actually saw a 1.4 percent increase. It doesn't long live the PC. Add up to a huge thing, but this year we've seen 2.7, so it's actually looking a bit better. It's it's not huge, but once again, obviously, the the, the cries that the PC market is dead are wrong, and Falcon Northwest is still making computers.
0: Yeah, they are. They are.
4: You know, it was, it was it was the worst thing. Gateway moved from South Dakota, where they made their name and brand, and they moved to San Diego. Mm-hmm. That was it. Those they should have they should have kept the South Dakota thing, but yeah. no, they Is just might. Like, really to the for everyone. They Dakota? died. Yeah,
3: just huh. like um, Sioux Falls, South know. Dakota. Well, you can attract all the best technical talent.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, man, when you got your boxes. That are painted like cows. True. Everybody wants to work for you. I remember the Gateway store on Mall Road. I remember going in there and being impressed at the time. It's where um, Plato's Closet is. Now. No, it was <laughs> a mattress factory or something. Now wasn't it? No, it's a to the closet? right of that. It's the mattress factory is on the left, where the Pizza Hut is. This is, I think, it's a Plato's Closet. I don't know, mm. but it was. There's been like seven stores in there since then. Yes, there has. Gateway killed my local economy. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Never, never open a retail store. Yeah, it's true. Uh, We've already talked about the uh, Toshiba RC100. I think right. We posted a review of this. Yeah,
1: we did a while back. Uh, The price it was kind of pricey for, given that it's only a buy two. But it's tiny. It's it's tiny. Its
0: shtick is it's tiny.
1: If if you need a tiny SSD, uh, you know. This is that, that's w- what came into my uh,
4: my new Dell at work. Oh really? Oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> oh really? Oh really? Well, really? Oh really?
1: Everybody's Are really you fucking surprised with me, Josh. Uh,
4: no, <laughs> I mean it's, it's it was it actually said RC one
1: hundred. It wasn't like a OEM label kind of thing. Well, it's an OEM label version,
4: but it's the same same drive, same thing.
2: All right, Cool. Yep.
0: Huh.
2: So
4: can I, I, I did it look on the back and find of a another review thing too. Never mind. What? To make no, it was bigger. The, uh, to fit in the slot you know what i'm saying what is with these two yeah no i
0: get it go ahead jeremy
2: did we not publish oh, the review yet no uh because i uh, looked for it because i had a
4: question no to they ask did you. it's it's posted i, I did listen like i
1: was i was in europe ago dude i was, was in, in europe, europe and somehow yeah. i got a review yeah. done while i was gone <laughs> it's it was uh, from amazing. a hotel room it's in germany miracle. with the crappiest internet on the planet I thought you i
0: thought you finished and, uh, this before you
1: left no no didn't come in before he it came left. in after oh. I left. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, I see. Ellen doesn't use June tags 12th. properly. What? No, that sounds right. Sure.
3: Oh, did I we not tag put RC one hundred tags a, of the yeah. article?
2: Oh crap
0: strangely that's what i was looking for <laughs> i should probably Alan, the guy who complains the most about the features of the website doesn't use the
1: features hey i did have. do tags i just incorrectly tagged. <laughs> yeah like toshiba and ssd i said toshiba and ssd was <laughs> that's in enough there. nvme right. was in there pcie was in there
0: nvme was in there yeah
1: yeah did you put pcb in there no how about no. m.2 no. how about res- m.2 was in there sticker. I'm sure. there's a sticker off. no m.2 was in there. No. anyway, Not anyway the sorry sticker. jeremy please go ahead my question was:
2: Is there a way to program how much of your system RAM it will grab?
1: Uh, the or max just do what it does. The max that the spec allows is actually a very small number. It's like something like fifty megabytes or something. It's not. It's not a lot. Um, and it's just using a part like that is just extra space used by the the driver, just the NVMe driver, just allocates. Some of that memory on the, on the host side in system RAM. Yeah, to be a buffer yeah, just to be a buffer, but it's not it's not a large buffer, so it's not to the point where like you would be worried about configuring it, and it's also mm-hmm. not meant to be used as a cache or anything like that. it's really meant to be used as um, for flash well, translation layer caching the only one the drive's got though uh yeah, 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 but like I mean. So on the flip side to this, you have SSDs that are what's called DRAM-less, which just have like yep. even less of a buffer just built inside the controller and just no no discrete DRAM chip yeah. on the SSD. So this is sort of a middle ground, right? It's like, okay, there's no buffer on the drive. Uh, we're going to borrow a tiny bit of RAM from the host. So if it needs to do, you know, if you would, would have typically wanted to look up something that was just frequently accessed in the flash, uh, potentially that location would be, uh, you know, that pointer to the correct place in the flash to find it would be buffered on the host side in the driver. So how is this better than the OS's native block level, block level cache layer? Uh, it's not. It's for when you're accessing something on the drive that was not, you know, was a cache miss on the host. Hmm. Right? So, yeah, you, you still have your host side cache. Mm-hmm. Of whatever it was going to cache before, which applies to any storage that would be plugged into the host, right? right. Um, that's your kernel OS level kind of stuff. But for when you're talking to the SSD, if you can cache some of that flash translation layer, you don't have to worry about like hitting the flash first to find to access a table to look up where you actually want to look in the flash to find the thing that you're looking for. If you can get rid of that double hop, and have some of that table stored in RAM, then that's a huge help because you're not doing two reads hmm. from flash; you're just doing the one that you wanted, right? Um, yeah, and it doesn't take a lot of that buffer. You don't need a lot of space to, to pull. And not
4: like only that, but you don't have to spend a lot on capacitors on that. So when the power goes <laughs> down, there's like no cache to write to the,
1: you know. Yeah, and you're, and you're not caching, like, the host member buffer thing is not meant to cache. Yeah, it's not meant to cache the stuff that is writing to the SSD. Now, I know you were being sarcastic, but that's actually, that's the reason they don't put data in that cache. Well, it seemed pretty inefficient to
3: cache the stuff you want to write to the SSD in RAM. Yeah. Because <laughs> then it would yeah, just. it power goes out. Oh, you move from RAM to RAM.
1: <laughs> and, exactly. it's uh,
0: yes. There's it a different spot in RAM. <laughs> it's a different spot, yeah. Now it's in two places. Well, well, we joke about this, but this this is an issue with
4: SSDs. There is a oh, right yeah. hole, the power loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah There's a mm-hmm. power loss right hole on That's why you get super
2: caps.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And the modern generation do do large things
1: to mitigate that. Yeah, but for, I for let it all burn for client PCs, yeah. like the right hole stuff is not as significant. Because for enterprise, you'll have a, a certain process running, and it's very time-critical, and you, it's like atomic-style writing where you know that, yes, this actually made it to the disk, Yep. and it, that was done, before. and I needed to finish that right, and it needed to be guaranteed to be on the media before I moved on to the next step of whatever. That's like your enterprise style workloads where you're that worried about it. For client, if you go to save a file, and your power goes out right then, right? <laughs> you yeah, have the world's worst luck. First, you have the world's worst luck. Second... Like Look, it, it could that have bucket it, list in my word doc is really important. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the thing is that uh, it could have been lost even before it made it to the disk on client, right? Like you're not, there wasn't some process where you were going to save this and then do this other thing. Yeah. And th- if those things didn't happen in the exact correct sequence and guaranteed to be sure the data was in the right place at the right time, that's just not a thing that happens on client. Yeah. Right, either the file didn't save properly. Okay, go to my backup. Go to my, you know, go to my previous version. Whatever that sort of stuff would happen on client. Right, that's why you don't see banks of super caps on on that's client the SSDs first anymore. Gen
3: SandForce drives.
1: Yeah, yeah, the first gen SandForce drives where they had the super cap on the drive yeah. because it was literally like OCZ not changing the design mm-hmm. from the enterprise part, and they're just like, we'll just sell this to client. Worked pretty damn well for them, as it turns out. It was, yeah, if you could do it cheaply enough, it worked well for them. The SandForce little firmware hiccups aside that yeah. may or may not break the drive if you looked at it wrong. But, you know, that was that was years ago. And now OCZ is Toshiba. <laughs> another making mystery. This. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Jeremy, what is, what is the story here about the new Nokia 6.1? Well, oh, I mean, I it at.
2: shouldn't be very suspicious that a company called HDM Global that's based in Finland sort of Finland. accidentally bought Nokia back from Microsoft and set up shop just a couple of blocks down from where Nokia used to be. So they're totally not the same company at all.
0: Nope, no, nope, of course no, not. Not at all.
2: But regardless, uh, they're putting out uh, the new 6.1, which is already out. And for people that are just looking for a nice phone that works, it's pretty decent. It's a pretty 270 much And and it's Android eight, no skin, no screwing around, just flat out vanilla Android eight point one. Oh, so the the world needs more vanilla Android phones out there.
0: Not according to the EU.
2: Not according to the EU. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's the Snapdragon six thirty. So I mean, not the absolute best, but at two hundred seventy bucks, no contract, it's kind of hard to argue. That st- it's not a good deal. I'm
0: sorry. Did I miss what the process, the, what the processor was in this? Snap Dragon, 630. Snapdragon 630. 630. Okay. Yeah. 32 gigs of local storage, three gigs of RAM. It's not too long ago; those were like flagship level, mm-hmm. almost I flagship know. level specifications.
2: This yeah. is a fairly
3: big deal it, because this is one of the few devices that's made it to North America. These yes. have been mostly targeting emerging markets, China, mm. India, sort of thing.
2: But who'd have thought? do no to kidding. make them ever. Yeah. And they around. kept a bunch of things. Like, you got a micro SD ah. slot still. It's yeah, got a Type C USB port, which yeah. is technically a USB, it's not full speed USB C, but it's still there. Yeah. And a headphone jack, so you can actually use the bloody USB port without while with, well, you've got headphones on. Who would want to do that? Ugh. You know, it's, it's a nice callback.
0: Nobody would do such a thing.
2: Well, apparently these guys will. Very cool. Who
0: posted the review up that we were looking at? Uh, Ars Technica?
2: Yeah, it was ours. And they go into the sort of interesting background of how HMD is totally not Nokia.
0: Great, Fantastic. Uh, The next news story is actually pretty interesting. Ken, you posted this one up. Uh, A new consortium called the – is it just called Virtual Link Consortium? Yeah, they're
3: not very creative with anything in this whole marketing.
0: Has created a new connection standard to connect headsets, head-mounted displays to PCs. Um, and this one is probably actually going to be a real thing because NVIDIA, AMD, Oculus, Valve, and Microsoft are the members of it. So pretty much anybody that is worth a shit in PC VR, anybody that matters. It's all the players. Yeah, it's now. anybody that matters. I mean, look, you've got Razer who's kind of done their no, own thing. Okay. No, anyone that matters. Okay. <laughs> I guess, but like I said, all the ones that matter uh, are in here. And it's using the Type-C connector, but it's an alternate to Type-C. And the idea is that basically you can replace all of this junk. This is an HTC Vive uh, configuration yeah, breakout with box one thing. cable. The link box. Yeah, that comes with one cable. And on that cable, you'll have um, your DisplayPort video signal. You'll mm-hmm. have USB 3.1 data mm-hmm. transmission. Mm-hmm. And you have 27 watts of power mm-hmm. all over one Type-C cable. Uh, and it looks like Bender's mouth yeah it kind of yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah it actually kind of does kind of does and and theoretically if they built this in like into the gpu itself you would just have usb type c just type c port on the back of the gpu yeah. just plug your vr headset straight That's, into the that gpu that seems pretty inevitable especially since there was there the, was a
0: rumor about a month ago
1: about a special uh, how vr they connector the
3: power
4: Hey, let's add another 27 watts to this board. So, so we, were, yeah. we were
0: discussing that before, right? So hold on, finish your thought, Ken. I don't know if you— No, would. that's fine. Okay. About there were, there were rumors that NVIDIA was going to have a quote-unquote VR port on yeah. their graphics cards. People were like, what the hell does that even mean, right? <laughs> now I think we have a pretty good idea of what the hell that means. Um, the power question is interesting, Josh. So 27 watts on something like a 1080, a 1080 Ti, 27 watts is not a huge problem um, if you, you know,
3: it's an eighth of the power of the board. Yeah. But a 10 ATI is already only using a eight pin and a six pin. So if you made it to eight pins, there you go. Problem solved. Yeah. Right. Like they're not, they're not hitting the TDP limit anymore. As a
0: PCB, it's so expensive, oh. but so here's the thing. It's possible <laughs> that the, that the, power would be able to come off the 12 volt rail and very easily go out right with it's not going to have to go through a lot of the power delivery systems that would go yeah to the gpu into the memory right um i don't know this i'm just kind of guessing nobody's told me anything about this crap um, that's an interesting question to have though it's kind of like how how does the power affect uh, all of this right especially if you start to look at more mainstream graphics cards maybe ones that have a six pin only yeah right or and, bus powered ones. or bus powered even right if you if you start talking about how low can we get vr performance to yeah. get right it's not in, inconceivable that you would have a 75 watt card that's bus powered only and now 27 watts is not something you just have that's 33 <laughs> percent yeah of what you're looking at of more right so it's it, it can become a problem uh there so that is something to be to watch out for. The other thing is i don 't quite understand how the data transmission side of this would work um, because if you have a, a a virtual link port on your graphics card now USB data traffic has to flow from your graphics card to the host system in some capacity mm-hmm. and um, i don 't know if that means. I don't think they're going to change the GPU architecture. Uh, if you look at the Virtual Link Consortium kind of uh, documentation that they have, they talk a little bit about um,
1: like you wouldn't want some to have- VIA
0: chips and some BizLink chips that are right. kind of converting to USB back and forth. That, that Basically, could you create a virtual USB port in software like the NVIDIA driver would, and it would be able to route that traffic to yeah. that virtualized
1: the, USB port? The concern is that if you want to have multiple... Different devices connected to a single PCI Express port, usually you would either have to either have a PLX chip of some sort on the card, on the card, yeah, right, which is which seems, was,
0: which, which then you're limited to buy eight PCIe for the GPU and then buy right. eight for USB 3.0, which, 3. which, yeah, which is like that really, yeah, it's, it's
1: silly, right? And not only that, but you're, you're just trying to tap this one small thing off of the bus versus this other much larger yeah. thing, and to have to pass it through, I mean, that's chips gonna probably add like five bucks to the cost of the, mm-hmm. even to make the card. And then there's all the complexity of like, now you have to pass everything through another chip, right? Yeah. So it seems way overkill for trying to accomplish that. But yeah, like you were saying, uh, probably the better bet would be somehow have the USB thing, uh, you know, on the GPU end, like as a data path that can come off of the GPU itself, and then just pass the data through the driver. And then the driver could just mount yeah. some sort of a virtualized USB device. I worry
0: that like that creates a couple of, uh, pain points like will it add latency to the USB sensor data uh, and also like that potentially it could lower it Then
1: the host controller
0: yeah, like NVIDIA that has no experience building USB paths and stuff like, well no my I point is
1: that it wouldn't have to go through the host and then through the driver to get to the GPU to tell the GPU that your head mounted display is yeah, moved so no, much no, no, right? it's
0: not really telling the GPU anything it's telling the game engine it's telling well, it the, the, the SDK Whatever Valve, right, uh, right, right, Steam right. VR, or whatever. So whatever's like, doing those that, yeah. fundamental systems aren't changing. It's not like the USB processing is going to be happening on the GPU. That still has to happen CPU side. Yeah. So Ranger I, has a great idea. Just make it a pass through like the Voodoo twos. Where you, yeah, you have like a dongle coming out. Yeah, yeah. you sleep it back. That's to exactly the what I was. Thinking. I thought about that, and I guess you could <laughs> you still could do use, that. You
3: could use internal USB headers to do it. You could do that, but it
0: needs to be USB three. Yeah, because this has both USB not,
3: three and two. A lot of boards still only have one USB three header. It's also so, interesting.
0: Yeah. Like t- existing Type C cables won't work with this. They the talk about different. in the consortium uh, paperwork documentation that. Uh, at the head, at the head unit, at the HMD, it's going to be hardwired into it, so you can't like Either take that the cable out or
1: a custom. It plug Or has to have its or own something. custom plug,
0: which to me defeats purpose. Because you, um, because you don't want somebody,
1: you know, trying to use a regular Type C cable for this when
0: because they changed some of the pins. Yeah. To yeah. in order to enable um, both high bandwidth, and high USB, bit rate three yeah. and USB three point one and two, in order to have all those over one Type C, they had to modify yeah. some of the pinouts. So
2: it only took us one year to make sure that USB-C is as incompatible as the rest of USB.
0: Well, I mean... I mean, yeah, kind (laughs) of. I mean, in the same way that this laptop has Thunderbolt markings on the edge of it, if you get a laptop that has Virtual Link, it would have a Virtual Link logo,
1: which is... So so the thing is, like, you don't have to... The port itself can still be universally compatible. In other words, if you made a laptop, say, moving way forward, where you had a laptop that was VR-capable... Yeah, and had with one of virtual these, link. Uh, yeah, and if you had virtual link capable USB Type C port, that would still be a normal Type C port. If you plugged anything yeah. else into it, yeah, that's right? true. You just okay. couldn't go the other way. You just couldn't go the other way. Yeah, yeah. It's backwards um,
0: compatible, not forward compatible. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's some questions there, but now it seems likely that this is this is something that's going to happen. It's great to see NVIDIA and AMD on the same board for something that's like it's not an NVIDIA, um, you know, uh, a proprietary port on the GeForce cars, which is what I was what everybody thought this was going to become Mm -hmm. uh, when we first read that. So that's, that's a positive. Uh, Do I think this fundamentally changes the VR landscape? No, but it, I do think anything that makes it easier for this next generation of headsets to be utilized and and attempted and tried by people is a, is a good sign. So
2: whatever they call it, I hope it doesn't have 38 characters in it to type out every
0: time. It's virtual link. Okay. I can deal with that virtual link. There you go. Should be pretty much, should be pretty straightforward. Um, Gigabyte is now in the power supply game. According to this, Jeremy? Whoop.
2: Aorus, not oh. just Gigabyte.
0: Or, 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 or Aorus? Aorus?
2: Aorus. 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 let What's just Aorus? Aorus. Yeah, probably. So they've come out with an 850 watt uh, power supply, which, you know, it's reminds me of some of the evga ones to be perfectly honest the design uh that they chose and it's got that 135 mil fan that we're kind of used to seeing but uh overall it's going to be something that uh, lee will probably like in that it's a single 12 volt rail design which is better overall as we've seen in in numerous testing uh the caps inside uh which is interesting cuz we were talking about this last week are rated for 20 years huh. at 25 C so obviously they're not going to sit at 25 C the whole time but 20 years is is pretty crazy uh these guys have a 10 year power uh warranty on them but still uh the other thing that they have is that the fan is a two ball bearing unit so it's 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 a more complex way of doing a well bearing fan but from the way that they're describing it, it's going to last a lot longer, operate a lot quieter, and you know, it may well work out to be. I can't, I did a quick search not too long and couldn't figure out if someone else had tried this or not, but hopefully it does. Uh, hopefully it's something that is going to work for them. And other than that, uh, as we've seen with most of the other power supplies, as long as you're sitting at 20% load or lower, the fan is just going to idle out for you. Although there is software you can play with to try and get that up so it's it's worth giving a shot Uh, they didn't have any particular pricing listed at the time of posting I would be shocked if you're more than $150 Uh, otherwise that sort of puts them beyond what uh, the competition is doing Hmm. So hopefully Lee will get his hands on it at some point yeah. and we can see just how well it works.
1: Do, do we think these guys are actually making this themselves or are they just rebranding oh God, somebody?
0: No, no they're, they're using an ODM of some kind. on yeah, okay. I would assume it's Seasonic. Uh, I wouldn't assume that.
1: I wouldn't assume that either. No.
0: In fact, I can tell you for sure that it's not. I just don't know if I can say who it is. Yeah. No.
1: So. Well, I don't think, well, think we'll Seasonic is doing that anymore. Like what?
0: Uh, well, they still do plenty of power supplies for people.
1: Yeah. But adding more of them. Like more, new clients. That's new like Sonic's entire know. business. It's they, don't sell, it's they
0: don't the sell a lot of recognition If nothing else.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh let's see. EVGA, they're having their nineteenth anniversary. They're giving away eighty thousand dollars worth of stuff, and it looks like uh their visual style here is um Far Cry Far Cry seventy
1: six or whatever or Blood whatever Dragon, Blood Dragon. Oh. Blood
0: Dragon. Blood yeah. Dragon. Sorry. Um, let's see, what do they got? They got a scavenger hunt. You can do a social media event, a gaming event, an NVIDIA Ansel event, a YouTube commercial event. Uh, do they give any examples of what they're kind of giving away in any of this? Well, they, they list a
2: lot of their sponsors, uh, and it's a huge bloody list of them. I mean, Intel and NVIDIA are the two tops. But everything from like Velocity Micro through uh, Doghouse, Falcon of, Northwest, there's a lot of flashing and bright
0: colors. <laughs> <what I'm> <laughs> uh, Holy moly.
2: The Vive Pro, so you know you, you'd assume that the Vive Pro is going to be giving away one specific thing. Yeah, there's ten thousand dollars
1: of it right there. Yeah, no crap. Eh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Read the comic.
1: Read I just the comic. What
0: I'm gonna yeah. win? What am you, I going to win? You're not allowed to know. Prize list. Complete gaming system from Digital Storm. $3,800. dollars 8700 k
1: so That's cheap for one. $3,700. Was...
0: 500 gigabyte SSD. Yeah. 1080 Ti. Or an AVA, AVA Direct gaming system. Or a Doghouse Systems gaming system. Ooh, a Falcon Northwest gaming system. Yep. Uh, Cyber cyberpower PC get, okay, there's a lot of stuff here, guys. Yeah, I know there's a I huge would go amount of Look stuff. at this. New egg <laughs> systems. New egg abs. Automatic braking system systems. I've always wanted
2: abs that people could see.
0: Exotic PC, origin PC. There's a lot of stuff here. A grand prize bundle, three of them, five thousand dollars a piece. What is it? Tell me. Maybe it's just five thousand dollars.
2: oh that'll be the five thousand dollar evga bucks
0: oh you can just go spend whatever you want yeah yeah i see there you go 5k evga bucks changing colors it's rgb yeah it's kind of it's like a little much they've got a great web design team that's for sure but woof
1: that's kind of over the top all right i don't know i think it's more but outrun i think it's outrun i think it
0: looks just like yeah it's like outrun yeah EVGA.com slash 19. I love their URLs, if nothing else. EVGA.com slash 19. They better be saving some of this crap for the 20th. That seems like it should be important. Yeah. Uh, all right. What do we got up next? Let's see. Skype 8. I don't know why this is on here. Why is this I thing the I hate it. Why are we even talking no. about it? I don't even know why we're
2: talking about it. It's and a I'm change. living through it. Jeremy
0: hates it. It's a force well, change. That, that's
2: fair enough. It's just I finally found my return video, and it is this big, and it cannot be made bigger or smaller.
1: You don't need to I see just, That really doing. sucks for you. I just don't understand what they're doing. They're ruining
2: it. Like, I so mean, that you'll move to Microsoft they're trying to make Teams. They're not team, so... so... ruining it. It was never good. Well, okay.
1: <laughs> no, they found ways to make it worse. That's, that's my point. <laughs> fair. Like, I've tried the new interface. It's almost immediately just worse. Like, it's like, what the hell is this?
2: Yeah, it's just it's right. bad and comparing it to Skype for business. It is actually less user friendly, which is an impressive feat.
4: Yeah.
1: So, I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm not impressed. Maybe I'm now they can say I'm, Skype for business is the superior solution now that we've nerfed the crap out of it. I've, I've, I've Except
2: said they're discontinuing Skype for business within the next couple of months oh. and replacing it with teams. Oh, well, okay, they
0: want that idea. I still have. And if link, you want a nasty color scheme, I still have link. Download a Teams beta. I still have link.com emails come to me every once in a while for for things. So once Skype dies, we're ending the podcast just so everybody's on the same yep. page. It's over in September. Another another uh, podcast or another podcast. Another power supply announcement came from NZXT. E Series digital power supplies. Fully That's not entirely white like I expected it to be. Yeah, That's from NTXT. Yeah. That's true. 80 plus gold power supplies. Um, they support their CAM software, which is for system monitoring power usage.
2: Um, to the point where there's DSP in it. So you can actually monitor uh, what various peripherals huh. are pulling. Hmm. Right? So, so what's pulling off of your PCIe? In. What's pulling off your SATA? Well, that sounds convenient. It certainly does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for a hardcore overclocker, is like, why am I just not getting the power I should be out of it? It's like, oh, look, it's not actually drawing that.
0: Yeah. That could be pretty mm-hmm. useful.
2: for hardware viewers. Mm. <laughs> oh, come on. No one cares about that.
0: Up to yeah. 100. It's 150 bucks for the 850 watt down to $124, $25 for the 500 watt. Yeah. So 500, 650, and 850. Not bad. Um, Usual 10-year warranty. Yeah, they're 80 plus gold, so they're not like the super high-end efficiency stuff, but I think that power monitoring stuff is actually really cool. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have one of those in shortly as well. What we need, guys, is more people making power supplies. But at least if they're doing something different, these guys are maybe doing something different. That could be really neat. Could be really neat. Last, maybe least, I don't know, Unreal Engine 4.20. Nice. Released. That's <laughs> um, their 21st release of the Unreal Engine 4 since it launched to the public back in March 2014. Um, Scott posted this up here.
3: They blazing it in that YouTube video?
0: Heck yeah. Oh,
4: Unfortunately, oh, uh, there is no blazing it in the video. Mm.
3: Mm. Seems like they could some Not smoke. nice. I know. It's about a visual effects editor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, they talk about... Let's see. What is what is Cascade? Uh, the far oh, A default particle and effects editor. Um, they also have... Uh, Visual Studio 7 2017 support, developer side stuff. It's also they're pushing some of their development branches onto GitHub. If you're interested in that kind of deal as well, Unreal Engine 4 still free to download and use. Royalties do apply for a work created with the engine, uh, based on a small percentage of revenue. So when you start, why does making that money,
2: person have a lemon strapped to their leg?
0: I. What the I, hell you'll is never that? know.
3: You'll never know. 17 of grandma's, grandma's hacks. hacks. 14 minutes? Not, I thought YouTube videos over nine minutes couldn't survive.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, I'm pretty sure that's the case. Uh, okay. That's it from that side of the page. Let's go into our picks of the week. Uh, mine is an interest. Oop. Wrong. Back. This one is, of course, I left it over there. Uh, Ken and I were this evening at a, what would you call that, Ken? A live reading sounds dumb.
3: I mean, that's what it was. But it was a
0: live reading, but it was like they did book like a tour. An, it was a book tour for uh this. It's called The Adventure Zone. It is uh a graphic novel slash comic book that is based on a podcast. <laughs> so how did I describe it to you, Alan, before I left? I said we're going to a book reading of mm-hmm. a graphic novel mm-hmm. of a podcast Mm -hmm. of people playing Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of steps you have to get through to get it. If you ever listen to My Brother, My Brother and Me, like it's a comedy podcast. It's really funny. Um, The McElroy brothers do a lot of different shows now. Uh, Griffin, Justin, um, Travis. Their dad does this one with them. They play Dungeons and Dragons. It was a really funny podcast and now they've made it a graphic novel. Um, It's apparently only $12.83 on Amazon here, Ken. Cheap. There you go. There's a Kindle version, or whatever. It's a number one bestseller in fantasy graphic novels. Oh. So there is that it's, it's funny. Um, if you, if you decide you want to, you're looking for something new and interesting to listen to, have the comic to go along with it. Uh, probably listen to the podcast before you do the comic, you get a little bit better of understanding of it. Obviously a lot of the comedy is in the, is in the, in, in the reading of it as well, or in the, in the podcast form. So, uh, I would, I would check that out. Uh, some some i would say younger guys doing cool neat stuff they've created kind of like a podcast uh, uh, empire they call their jobs to do podcasting for a living so there's that hmm. alan's very interested in what we're doing yep uh next up josh or wait who is it no it's canadian must be must be jeremy <laughs> i mean
2: hell it's it's a damn good deal enough that i'm very close to impulse buying. Ooh, ooh interesting. Uh four hundred bucks for a nineteen hundred X. Hmm. And I checked in America and it's only three hundred. You
0: save five hundred and fifty seven Canadian dollars on this? Yeah. Did it really launch at nine hundred and fifty Canadian dollars and now it's four? dollars
2: well, you right. Oh, you check out what the nineteen fifties at. I think peats. that launched at about fourteen. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, the but the same pricing, sale is going yeah. on in the States, uh, except it's two ninety nine. So huh. again, significantly off what it was launched at.
0: It's almost like new thread rippers might be coming. You know, it's I'm mm-hmm. uh, getting kind of suspicious. That might be a thing. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it.
2: <laughs> it's only going on for a day or two. Uh it's, oh, I guess really? this is a post prime day sale or something, but sure, whatever. More uh, whatever. <laughs>
1: Get one <laughs> like the after Black Friday sale, yeah, yeah, the after Cyber Monday sale.
0: It's the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we didn't also sell as many as we thought we would. Hey, so we'll you just bought anything phone,
3: Amazon today sale, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Josh. Me, oh, Josh, Did you missed me. Oh, During vocal I'm tech excited. internet
1: phone, you're okay. Josh. Here,
0: just finish it up. We can do it,
1: okay.
4: Uh, wow. Two sixty nine or is it two fifty nine? Two fifty nine. Get an R X five eighty and combine it with a cheap precinct. Why are you waiting? All those people who have waited for these cards to go down from six hundred and fifty <laughs> to thousand dollars.
0: There's one refurbished for three eighty nine.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, get the refurb. It's what a
3: good
0: deal. Yeah, for two fifty nine, that's that's still above retail. Competitive. <laughs> what was retail? Two forty nine on it? Yeah. yeah.
3: It's two twenty nine on Amazon right now.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. The same so video card? Yeah. Oh, the
3: Oris five eighty gigabyte gaming. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's a four gig wow. card. Never mind.
0: It's a four gig card, okay. never mind. Ken lied. To you.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I lie.
0: Ken's a liar. He's a liar liar who lies. Okay. Does it have a twenty dollar rebate on Newegg? Probably mm, no. Oh. I don't know. We'll see. Josh can't tell because he can't load anything on the internet. Ugh, nothing on the internet works. Okay,
1: well, thank you, Josh. Thank you, caller from Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alan. Uh, so I carried this thing around uh, Europe for like six weeks. A selfie and, stick? Uh, no, not a selfie stick. Uh, a man bag? It's a a sausage. So I wanted something a little bit better than a monopod. A, for pint a camera. Of American milk. Um. And Sony makes this thing called a multipod which is like Lilo Dallas multipod. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Uh so it has it's like this I don't know, it's sort of like a transformer thing. It's got a whole bunch of different like configurations you can do. There's the monopod looks style. Like there's a
0: monopod with uh uh feet. an articulating head and then like feet.
1: Yeah, but the articulating head can go only on the feet if you want. Sure. Yeah, that's cool. Right? Uh and then also the uh there is a rubber, like if you spread the feet out, the picture doesn't show it, but if you spread the feet out, uh, there is a rubber uh, center piece in the middle that unscrews that can go on the bottom of only the monopod. So if you want to use the monopod only without the other section with the feet, right? Okay. It depends on what you want to carry around, basically. Uh, but when all that stuff is broken down, with it separated as shown there and you don't even really need the extra little carrying bags and pouches or whatever. A man bag. Yeah. Like, all those... The, the parts for it fit in my backpack that I carry around even. Like, it's that short. Sure.
0: I mean, it looks fairly small there.
1: Yeah. It's... it's it, the, it collapses way down. I think it's like five or six sections or something when it, like, telescopes mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty cool. And it weighs three pounds. Like, the total of it weighs three pounds, even though it's pretty beefy. Like, the... You know, it's the, like ten pounds less than a human head. Uh, well, yeah.
2: Also, it doesn't look like it would hold one.
1: <laughs> um, but it, it did come in handy. It let me get some pretty cool pictures of stuff that where I, you know, would not have been able to hold the camera still enough to do. One
3: hundred thirty-five terabytes of photos.
0: From have the you strip. sorted all those yet?
1: No, hmm. no, I have not. I have not. Found some pretty cool. People ones who have in, uh, too
0: much data have no data.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did I did find my cool shots in, in, I took in Venice of uh, lightning striking. Some of the buildings there. He's
4: he's got hidden nudes in there, but nobody <laughs> wants to go through the other fifty thousand photos yeah. to try to find them. I don't yeah. want to find any then of them. T- talk about a talk about you know a best case scenario for
3: for machine learning. Yeah, going through Alex photographs.
0: True. That's true. I mean,
3: That'd yes, be good. correct. SSD on white background. SSD on white background. SSD on white background.
2: <laughs> gtl <laughs> <GTI. GTI. laughs> Good God, the man's gutting us and putting it on display. I got this.
1: That's <laughs> pretty much how it works. Take all these SSD on white backgrounds, put them in a PC perspective folder. And take all these random pictures of put uh, in buildings. Yeah, that's true.
0: Okay, and we have one last pick uh, from our man in the back behind the uh behind the, behind the, the curtain. trooper. Uh, this is this is apparently the, the musical selection of choice for the for us going forward what arnold schwarzenegger's it's a pretty good playlist right um, there it,
2: it is a good playlist. oh so it's just a, okay total it's a body workout for mother but it's more than
3: just
0: music
1: oh it is what? yeah um it, it's music with samples. arnold over it Play-ups.
0: i can't play it'll, the
1: samples it'll probably fly i guess does, is he talking he during sing? the music
0: is he like go man go we're going to the arms. Ready? Go. Up, down. Go up. Basket. Yes,
3: you're doing it well. You're doing okay. it well. I'll play it on the after
0: show. That's awesome. I'll play it yes, on the after Jenny, show. What's the Jenny, best? Journey, you are the doing track? well.
1: Journey or. Uh, well, the Journey's how I found it.
3: 567 five, or eight
0: six, seven, seven, five, five, three, nine. That's
1: got to be exciting. So, good one. what's funny is that this, this set list looks like a pretty good thing for like driving music right but it's raining you, men yeah well sure. no not that one but could you imagine <laughs> like playing this while you're on a road trip and all you're doing is listening to arnold in the background and just like talking about your workout and how like how much you're sucking or wait what's the name of the album
0: arnold schwarzenegger's total body workout
1: uh, so you're supposed to say Alexa in
3: front of that <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh, nope. all right everybody that's going to be it for the podcast this week thank you very much for joining us slash podcast go there find all the back episodes the rss files um youtube links all the stories we talked about the show notes the pics all that stuff can be found there we will see you next week with another episode goodbye